Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house, Debo in the house, part four of the NFL preview. We finish it up tonight. Let's get it started. Debo, what you drinking on? Back on that be hoppy train, man. Friend of mine dropped off a four pack today for me. Or no, dropped it off yesterday. I'm sorry for me helping him out and uh, figured I'd keep going with it. My man. And I'm drinking birds of a feather. I mean, this can is ridiculous. Birds of a feather from Ooh. Lamp Lighter Brewing Company in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Shout out to Massachusetts. Is that a, is that a peacock? You know, it's a bird. I think it is a peacock. I don't know. But look at this, man. It's, look at the sweat. Look at that. Oh, it's beautiful. It's just... I love it. I love it. I love that. I love all the NFL talk. Looking forward to getting into this last, these last two divisions and getting ready for this football season on Sunday. I know it started last night on Thursday mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. city of the Houston Texans. But, man, am I ready to watch uh, Green Do Bay, it. Minnesota. Let's do it. So tonight we got the NFC South, the NFC West, two divisions that have a lot of really good teams and some kind of bad teams. So let's dive right in. Let's go with Atlanta. Over under seven and a half. D, what you got? This division is kind of good. I mean, we're going to – I mean, Atlanta, <laughs> New Orleans, and Tampa. Carolina, you know, mm-hmm. we'll talk about them in a second. But – this team needs to figure out how to get Julio in the end zone. Right. You have one of the most dominant receivers from the 20-yard line to the 20-yard line. As soon as that happens, they take him out of games on first and second down. They don't throw to him. He's I mean, last couple of years, he's had like four, six, and three touchdowns. Like, it's ridiculous how this team doesn't get the ball to Julio. Um, they lost Austin Hooper at tight end. Calvin Ridley, I think, is primed for a big season. Mm-hmm. Um seems like this team should win 10 games, but I'm not, I don't see them going, getting there. Going 8-8, eight and eight, and they just get over. I got them over. I, I, I think the sky's the limit for this team. I don't know, I don't know that there's a win total. I, my, my, I, I'm not going to say that they're going to win the division. You know, big surprise there. But right. do they have one more run in them? I mean, this is a team that, that should have won a Super Bowl. They yep. pretty much won a Super Bowl, and then they lost it. Okay. Um, and since that moment – they haven't really been able to figure it out. It's like they've been out thinking themselves the entire time. To your point about Julio, like one of the best receivers to ever do it. And they get into the, into the red zone and they completely forget that he's even on the field because sometimes he's not on the field. You know, what I want to see is, you know, what does Gurley have left in the tank? How, yep. how is he going to be able to help this team? Is he, is he going to be able to get those yards between the tackle? What does Matt Ryan have left? Can he, can he regain some of that form that made him so good for a couple of years? Can he be Matty Ice, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley? Hayden Hurst's not a bad tight end. Like they've nope, got some, they've got some talent. Their offense should cook. They should. should be able to score some points. Um, they just seem to be a, like a head case. Like that losing that Super Bowl has, has completely thrown them off. And it's like four years running. Like get get over it, guys. Get back to doing what you were doing so well when you were scoring forty points a game or whatever. Like get back to that. I've got them over. I don't know how much, but I think they 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 do better than eight and eight, maybe nine and seven. I think this is a good team that's going to win some games. All right. The weakest team we're going to talk about tonight, the Carolina Panthers. Over-unders five and five, five and a half. What do you got? Five and five? You only play in ten games this season. I said five and a half. I, said, I know. I'm giving you a hard time. Five, five. Get off my shit, will you? 
I, I won't. I won't. All right. Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, check. Is he a better answer at quarterback than Cam Newton? I mean, he did He's it. He's more with, expensive. He's definitely more expensive, at least especially this year, right? Um, they got all the offensive weapons. DJ Moore is a really good possession receiver. They got their field stretcher in Robbie Anderson. They have Curtis Samuel is a pretty good route runner who hasn't quite lived up to expectations, but um, maybe with someone that's a little bit more accurate, maybe that happens. Um, they just lost so much on defense this offseason. All to the Buffalo Bills, too. Which is crazy. Um, and this is a team that only won five games last year. Now, Kyle Allen was the quarterback, and, you know, they probably could have been two or three games better. In some of those games, they, they blew some leads. Um, but as I talked about with Joe Judge, Matt Rule, he's a rookie quarterback, a rookie coach. It's going to be a weird season to be a new rookie head coach. It's got enough, they got enough talent. I think they can get to six wins because six wins is not a lot of wins. Mm -hmm. So I, I've got the under. I'm not even going to – and I'll say this. I don't – this division is too good. I mean, they, they're almost staring at six losses. If, you, if you're looking at this division. division, yes. You know, they I might agree. squeak out one, but, like, that, that's even not, on, uh, you know, necessarily a, a given. Matt Rule, new head coach. Yes, you've got a veteran in Teddy Bridgewater who, who I think is a good enough quarterback to lead this team. Yes, you have one of the more dynamic running backs in the game. Yes, you have offensive talent. What is Matt Rule's offense going to look like in, in the right. NFL? What does, it, what does it translate to in the NFL? And is he going to be able to make adjustments on the fly if what he's trying to do isn't working? Now, maybe I'm overthinking it way too much. I just think that with all that offensive talent, it's going to take a year for them to figure this out. To your point, or as the point that we've said so many times, no preseason games means no chance for these guys to play together except in practice, except scrimmaging each other. And so, you know, and the defense isn't good. Like, this is just a team that I yeah. think is going to get caught, you know, maybe scoring 20, 25 points a game, but giving up 30, 35 points a game. And they're just going to not have enough juice to keep up with teams. Offensively, they can do it, but they're not going to be able to stop anybody on defense. So I'm going under. Part of it is, is the rookie head coach, the lack of defense, but part of it is the division that they're in. It's just going to be a monster. I, I mean, I get it. I, I, fought, um, I fought back and forth on it, and I, I think they can get there. You know, it's hard. Six and ten is good, right? Like, six and ten, five and eleven or whatever. Not, you know, you still stink. Yep. All right. A team that doesn't stink. A team that's been good for a really long time, and, you know, who knows for how, how much longer, but the New Orleans Saints. Ten and a half wins. It's one of the bigger numbers out there this year. Yeah. What do you got? Ooh, we got Drew Brees aging a little bit, even admitting that his window is closing. Oh. Um, but he stayed healthy pretty much throughout his whole career. He missed four or five games last year, mm -hmm. and Teddy Bridgewater earned that contract with Carolina through mm -hmm. those through game those games. Um, but behind him, they got an inexperienced quarterback that plays wide receiver. That they just signed to an extension. That they just signed to extension to be the backup. But then they signed their third string veteran quarterback, who is a really good but also really terrible quarterback. Like he's one of those guys where let's throw 40 touchdowns, but we're going to throw 40 interceptions while doing it. Like hopefully he stays healthy to keep them in this. Um, <laughs> it's a Super Bowl contender with an outstanding defense. Cameron Jordan on the edge, Janoris Jenkins, Marshawn Lattimore at the cornerbacks. 
they, they're getting a 12. I think they're going to do it. I, I don't, I'm not, when I say they're going to do it, I mean, I think they're going to go over. They're going to win, win this division. I'm getting ahead of myself this time. I know you did that yesterday, but I, I see them getting a 12. This is, this is the first time that I'm doing this in this NFL preview. And of course I kept it to the last day. I'm switching my, I'm switching my, my take. I'm going over. Everything you just said is absolutely true. And their defense is really damn good. They got weapons everywhere on offense. I mean, I know Emmanuel Sanders is toward the end of his career, but you put that guy on the opposite side, like, come on, man. Like, they're, they're gonna, you're going to have to score 40 points to beat this team. Yep. And, 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 then, and then because they're that good offensively, but they also can hold a team to 15, 20 points because their defense is that good. Is that and good? Yes, this division is strong, but they're just so good. And, again, we could say this about any team as long as they stay healthy. But Drew Brees is one of the best to ever do it. He's got one of the best wide receivers in the game, and Michael Thomas. He's got weapons all over the place. Kamara's going to get his extension soon if he hasn't already. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm over. I'm over. I said under, but I'm going over. I'm going over. I'm going over. I like it. All right. The team that probably created the most stir this offseason <laughs> and flipped the script the most, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, over under nine and a half. What you got? Tampa Brady or Tampa Bay. I don't know. TB and TB. TB12. Um, he wants to prove that he can do this without Belichick, and he's got the offense to do it. This is easily the most talented offense he has ever had in his career. Uh, wow. Not Randy Moss, but after Moss there, and Gronk, they're, I mean. I don't know. That Moss-Welker year was. Oof. I still think this is their, their, his best offensive weapons. Um, the problem, which we've talked about, the preseason, can he build the rapport without any in-game reps? Right. Schedule sets up so nice at the beginning of the season. They could come out like 5-6-0 and oh without even blinking. That deep, the, the defensive backfield is up and coming. Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bunting. They have the, the ability to become a really good uh, duo. Um, I, I can't see them not winning nine and a half games. They're, I think they're going to get the 10. Even with New Orleans winning 12, they're going to get the 10. Let's not sleep on – now you, you got Evans, you got Goodwin. They got three tight ends that can go, Doc. Yes. And, and like, let's got, not forget – You like, got to assume they're trading. They're, they, got, they got trade bait there. Yeah, but I, you know what? Like, I, they're all in to win a Super Bowl. Don't trade anybody. Keep them all. Because you know what? Gronk probably isn't going to play more than a year. And you're going to need O.J. Howard. You're going to need Cameron Bray. Listen, and, and, and let's, not, let's not sleep on the fact that they scooped up Leonard Fournette. And, and for all the things you want to say about Leonard Fournette, if he's healthy and he's motivated and that guy's coming out of the backfield under, with Tom Brady in the center, good luck, y'all. Yeah. I, good Luck. I think Atlanta has a great season, but I have this team going over as well. And I got and I got both New Orleans and Tampa making the playoffs because these are two teams that are going to be racing toward the, the division championship. Yep. Tampa, like if they can get it together, they're gonna be they're gonna be scoring all over the place. No, I, I I'm I'm with you. So yeah, I'm over on that. All right. So who you got winning the division? Who's your MVP? 
I think I said it. I got the Saints winning the division. And I just – this is more of a feeling than anything that should actually make sense. I think Alvin Kamara is going to have a huge year. I don't know why. It just <laughs> – I think he just he, – he wasn't – you know, I just think it's it's coming. Um, and this is a this is a division. Think about this. You've got McCaffrey, Breeze, Brady, both receivers in Tampa Bay. you got Matty Ice ain't a bad QB either, Doc. Like, right. You have Michael Thomas, Julio, Ridley. you got all these. Yes. I just, for some reason, feel like Kamara is going to carry this team this year, and that's where I'm going with my MVP. I'm going, I'm going New Orleans winning the division. I got Tampa taking a wild card spot, and I got Breeze winning the, the MVP of the division. I mean, it's a cheesy, easy pick, but, I, again, Kamara could have that breakout year, but Kamara's not going to have that year if Breeze ain't doing what he's doing. I mean, I, Kamara is not a guy that can go in between the tackles. He's a guy that needs to get out on the edge. He needs to catch passes, and he's not doing that unless, unless Breeze is doing what he's been doing for the last 12, 15 years. Um, I just, I mean, I, honestly, I'd, I'd love to see Breeze kind of take it, take it home this, and just kind of ride off into the sun. Um, yeah. You know, that would be just kind of an awesome way to kind of finish it off. Um, and so I've got them winning the division. Breeze is the MVP. All right, let's do it. I, I'm, I'm like tingling with this, yes. with this NFC West. is just stacked. You, I mean, offensively, that, that South is just a monster. The West offense is off the chains. The defense is off the chains. <laughs> Crazy. Does this like? I'm trying to figure out because they got seven playoff teams this year, right? Instead of six. Oh, is that what it? I, I think so. Picked, we only I, picked six. I, I know. Well, we didn't. We didn't really pick six. I mean, we're not even there no, yet. We, we picked the wild cards in the last in the last pod. Well, anyway, I mean, I mean, be let's honest, just get into it because like this division is. Crazy. The best team, the worst team in this division is is a team that might score 40 points a game. You're talking about Arizona, I assume? Yeah. So what, what I'll say about this division is if you take each one of them out and put it in another division other than Baltimore and Kansas City, they're probably winning that division. Maybe, maybe the South. Maybe the South just because oh, the South's got some heat. But yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. You're absolutely – like stick – and also stick Arizona – in like the, the, the AFC. AFC West. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess Kansas City's there, but like they're they're easily going to be the second best team in that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, d- good lord, stick, stick the Cardinals and stick stick them in the the NFC East where they used to be. Right. Because they used to be in the East. Like, put them put them in the in the AFC South. Good lord. All right, dive right oh, in. Cardinals, let's go. Speaking of the AFC over South. Under, over under seven and a half. What you got? We're, uh, I just said the AFC South. That's perfect. Uh, perfect way to talk about how David Johnson traded for DeAndre Hopkins. Let's yep. switch our running back for receiver. Yep. So now you're looking at DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and Larry Fitzgerald as the third receiver on this team. Now he's older, but he's had. He some, he, he, yeah, he's still good. Um, my worry with this team is Kenyon Drake. Was he just a flash in the pan last year after he got traded from Miami? Did he just happen to catch fire for a couple of weeks? Um, he's always showed those flashes of brilliance, but never has been the back. Miami never let him be the back. Yeah. Um, this division is really tough. 
they're just going to beat on each other every single game. We saw it last year. With the schedule that they have, I think they get to eight and eight, and I'm going over. I'm going. Up. I'm going under. Yeah, they might not win a game in the division. I mean, I I, I get and, it. And, and I'll say this: their defense isn't there yet. And too many times last year, they got down a ton, and they had to just chase their way back. And a couple times they did. It's year two of Kyler. You got Drake. You got DeAndre, who just got that fat two-year extension, $50 million, most of wide receivers ever gotten. Good Lord, my man got paid. Yeah. This is a team that in, like, two years is going to be the best team in this division, in my opinion. When, when, when the Seahawks finally fade, which I, I, yep. I, I thought would have already happened, but they keep, they keep kind of figuring it out and, and, and recreating themselves. Yep. I don't know if the, if the Rams have it in them. The 49ers might be good forever. Who knows? They're ridiculous. But, like, the Cardinals are, are on the come up. And, and, like we said, in any other division, they might be fighting for the division slash a potential wild card. They just happen to be in a division that is absolutely stacked. Stacked. Absolutely stacked. So I'm going to go under maybe 7-9, and nine, maybe 6-10, and 10, only because they might go 0-6 in the division. They might. I mean, they might – I mean – I don't see them winning more than one game in the division. Yeah, not because they're not a good team, but because the other teams are so damn good. Yeah. Yep. L.A. Rams, new, new stadium. Same Sean McVay. Same Jared Goff. What do you got? Twenty eighteen. The Rams went thirteen and three. McVay's first year. Woo. They lost Super Bowl ten to three. Came back with a 9-7 and seven season with an off year from Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. Um, now the Rams have no Gurley. They have no Brandon Cooks. And really aren't sure what that, um, what that running back is going to look like. Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson. No one, who's going to replace them for sure? Is it going to just be a, a committee? What are they going to do? Um, they still have Woods and Cup, and the tight ends took a big step forward last year. Uh, defense is still decent. Aaron Donald's there. Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. he got paid as well. Yes. I can't get them to ten wins, <laughs> but I, I I also can't see only eight. Like, and unlike you, I'm willing to push. Yeah, yeah. I'm pushing to nine. You're a straight punk. I'm going That's under. Right. I got him at eight and eight. I I think. I just – I can't see them – I don't know what it is. Like, it all depends on golf, right? Like, two years ago, golf was literally just chucking Money. it all over the field, yep. scoring gajillions of points. That's not what we saw last year. Total step back. No. Nope. Don't know what the running game is going to be like. I don't – I think the ride receiving game will be fine. Woods, Cup, they've got guys. They can, they can make it happen. <sighs> they – I mean, their defense is nice. They're, they're going to be in every game, I think. I just think that they're not going to win. They're not going to win enough to make, it, to make it happen. And I just think, again, like, they're going to lose potentially four games in this division to the next two teams we're going to talk about because they're so good. They, they might – again, this is, this is one of those teams that, that I'm going to say goes 8-8 eight and eight, but could easily rattle off 11 wins yep. and be, be division winner, be the number one seed in the – in the NFC, like it's not that far off 
from happening. Um, I just don't, I don't feel it. I just don't, I don't think that they have it. I don't know if Goff is going to get back to where he needs to be because that's really what it comes down to with this team. If he can be a, a legit franchise quarterback and play like a franchise quarterback, then they have a chance, but I'm going eight and eight. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can, I, that's, I can see that completely happening. I can see them going seven and nine, eight and eight, and I can see them going 10, 12 wins. That's why the push I'm just going to call it. On day four, you're going to push. Straight that's, right. What are you talking about? Push is harder. I only get one. I have to be right on the nose. You get to get six. You get it's to- called over under for a reason. I'm just going to say that over or under. All right, let's go. 49ers. Damn, man. They're st- All right. All right. So it's 10 and a half. I just talked about it with the Rams. San Francisco went 13 and three, lost the Super Bowl. Do you know the last eight teams that lost in the Super Bowl? Only, I'm sorry, only eight teams that lost the Super Bowl made it back to the Super Bowl. Bills, uh, Bills did do it three times in a row. So like it's 17 actually, times, right? Yep, yep. Yep. Um, the numbers actually suggest that the Super Bowl losers do not even make the playoffs the following year. Not saying that the, play, the 49ers are going to miss the playoffs, but I think they're get. I don't think they're getting to 11 wins this year. Um, the defense is legit top three in the league. As you saw against the Packers two times last season, they have a lead. They're going to crush you. Um, I just I, – I'm not threatened by their wide receivers. I know they got Kittle, but I'm just – Debo Samuel, um, he's been injured. He's – they don't even know if he's going to play the first couple games of the season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jimmy G still hasn't really done much. That, I mean, that, that running – those running backs really carried them last year. And they're the the quarterback and wide receivers aren't scary enough to put eight not to put eight in the box. Ten wins, under. We're gonna run it back. Literally, they're going to run it back. I just I I, I don't know that they're gonna to get to the Super Bowl, but um, offense check, defense check. I like their coach check. They're going over. I I don't, I don't like again. They're to your point. Yes, wide receiver is a little weak, but Kyle Shanahan's a good enough offensive coach you saw what he did down in, in down in in Atlanta what he's done in Washington in fact like this is a guy who's going to figure it out and I and I wouldn't be surprised if this year all of a sudden Jimmy G's throwing the ball a little bit more and they're doing stuff that nobody expect them to do because and, and, and that's what that's what it's going to take I think because I think you're going to see people saying beat us throwing the ball and again, like you've got Mossert who, who kind of came out of nowhere, nowhere to be the running back, but you still have Tevin Coleman who can catch the ball in the backfield. You've got Kittle who's a dynamic tight end. And again, and we said, I feel like I said this about Kansas City, when you have a good enough quarterback, and I do think Jimmy G's a good enough quarterback, when you have a good enough quarterback, the wide receivers, and you have a good enough plan, which I think Kyle Shanahan's one of the best offensive guys in the game, you don't necessarily need the best, the best wide receivers in the game. The Patriots showed us that for years. Yep. Kansas City's kind of shown us that if you take Tyreek Hill out of there and basically everybody else is, in my opinion, a no-name. Um, right. If you have a good plan and you execute it with a really good QB, then everything kind of falls into place. Again, I mean, we could say the same. What's up? I, was, I mean, I don't mean to take a shot at the Bills for the second time in this segment, but um, I don't think that the Bills thought Sammy Watkins was a no-name. Because the Chiefs do have Sammy Watkins. I know, but Sammy Watkins has not turned out to be the pro that, that he was when he was drafted <laughs> in the first round. Easy there, guy. So I'm going over. You're going under. Also, their schedule sets up really nice. 
if you look at their schedule, they legit could come out six and zero. It's just it just doesn't it, it it sets up really nicely for them. And again, if you start winning games early, that momentum kind of. And then I mean, then they're going to get that week nine win against Packers because here we Nick Bosa is in your head. He owns you. Owns you. All right. Again, I mentioned this earlier. The Seattle Seahawks. We've come to the end of the NFL preview. This is a team that won a Super Bowl, should have won a second Super Bowl, paid Russell Wilson a ton of money, looked like they were dead in the water, and they just keep coming back. Over under his nine, what do you got? We're going to take the ball and we're going to score. Um, that was a Hasselbeck comment right there. Throw right? a six. Um, so, so here we go. I, this is kind of my Alvin Kamara, the Seahawks, the Seahawks. I'm all in on this team, and I have no, no idea why I am. Like, every time you – they're, they're kind of like the Rays right now, the, the Tampa Bay Rays. Like, Except they spend a lot more money than them, but yes. But, like, it's a team you're like, oh, they're probably okay, but not going to do anything, and they just keep doing it. Russell Wilson is the real deal for years. Can I just stop you right there? Because you just yeah. said real deal. I just the first thing I wrote is Wilson still king. I don't understand it, but he just keeps doing it. He's like five six, chucking it all over. The, just I don't. It just blows my mind. I mean, I mean, he came out of Wisconsin, a, a running a running school, um, but like for years. And, and I know fantasy doesn't translate to real NFL, but for years, fantasy analysts have been saying he does not throw enough to be elite. I'm sorry. This guy is an elite quarterback because Seattle runs the ball so well and they just keep doing it that it's one play action pass and it's a 50 yard touchdown. It's a 30 yard touchdown. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Doug Baldwin, two years ago, three years ago, like they just, they're Pete Carroll is a genius coach. I'm sorry. I like him. <laughs> and you know what? He he's, he's, Great in social justice, so that gives him another, another yeah. step up. They're going over. I've got the over two. I mean, DJ Metcalf could be the real deal. I mean, when he was drafted last year, people were like, oh, he's big and strong, whatever, whatever. And then he went out and, like, did the damn thing. Yep. Right? I'm going to say this. They're going to go over anyway. If Chris Carson stays healthy, this team could be really good. Really like, good. Really, really, really good. Yep. Um, I just like they to your to your point, I don't I don't get it. Like they just seem like they don't have the pieces and then they have the pieces. You know, the defense is gonna be good. Is it gonna be good enough? Right? Like, you know, I think they they wanted to bring Clowney back. It didn't work out. Obviously, that would have been a huge piece for them. Like but damn it, like they just keep figuring out ways. And I think to your point, like Pete Carroll has clearly established himself as somebody who knows what the hell he's doing on a football field, whether it's offense, whether it's defense, whether it's relationship with players. Again, your, your point about social justice, he has figured out a way to make it work up there. He's got the right culture. And, and again, he's got the right quarterback who is, who is just shows up every day and does his damn thing. Like I, I think about kind of like, you know, could hate Tom Brady all I want, but the guy's a damn good quarterback. Russell Wilson is kind of like that Tom Brady in the sense that he just keeps showing up year after year and doing what he's supposed to do and kind of dragging his team with him. Yep. Even when – I mean, last year 
they brought back Marshawn Lynch, right? Like what the, like they literally had no running backs. And so they brought a guy out of retirement who hadn't played for them in a bunch of years, who was probably sitting on his couch and was like, sure, I'll take a half a mil, like whatever. Like they, they just keep doing it. They're yeah, going well, over. I mean, he, the, people want to play for Pete Carroll. He's that perfect players coach. And you don't usually see that in the NFL. Cause it, you know, he's more of a, he, he was a great college football coach. Cause you know, he can, he, he's more of a rah rah kind of guy. And, you know, I hate the way he chews gum and I hate that they, they won that fail Mary game. And I hate that they came back in the fourth quarter of the NFC championship. And I hate the Seattle Seahawks, but man, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's your, who's your division winner? Who's your MVP? Well, I, I have Seattle winning the division and I have Nick Bosa winning the MVP because he's in my head. He is really in your head. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go. I'm, I got Seahawks Niners both at 11 wins. Yeah. And I'm going to give the Seahawks the nod because I think they have a little bit more offensive firepower. And I've just gushed about Russell Wilson and he's going to be my MVP. I've just, it is what it is. Like, I just think that he is going to be the guy that kind of just takes this, take, takes this team to, to again, another division title and another playoff run when I don't really understand how he keeps doing it. So it looks like, we both have Dallas. No, I'm sorry. I have Dallas. You have Philly. Both have Green Bay. Both have New Orleans. Both have Seattle. Wild cards are Tampa and San Francisco. Yeah. And then if there is a seventh team, I have, I have Minnesota missing the division and wild card on tiebreakers. So that makes them the seventh team that gets in. I think my, I think my third team, if I'm looking at what I did – is probably Atlanta. I like it. I mean, I don't because I, I don't think Minnesota's going to do it. I, I got the LA Rams at eight and eight. The East is a hot mess. Um, I mean, maybe I guess maybe it's or I guess it's Atlanta or Dallas. I guess I, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about, it's either Atlanta or Dallas that would pick up that last spot if they're if they're. I just I, I think Minnesota Minnesota's guaranteed. I don't want to say guaranteed, but they're going to beat Detroit twice. They're going to beat Detroit twice. They're going to beat Chicago twice. I don't think they'd be Chicago twice. I just I don't I don't think Kirk Cousins is the quarterback that he was when he earned that contract. I mean, he's in the third year of that contract. This is this is the last year. I mean, I don't I don't know. Maybe I you know what? If he dies, he dies. Corona. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Like, you know, like I don't know. I, I just don't think that he's he's gonna be the guy that leads. I don't see that guy winning playoff games. So you don't like that. You don't like that. I don't. All right. No. All right, y'all, that's the NFL preview. We'll be back to kind of square away the playoffs, pick our championship, championship teams at some point. But for now, just enjoy the football. Week one is, is about to get underway. Obviously, Kansas City and Houston did the damn thing last night. Sunday, it's going to be the jump off. D, we got last call presented by Progression Brewery. What do you got? Well, you mentioned uh, Kirk Cousins is going to die if he dies, right? If he dies, he dies. So I'm going to talk about the NFL COVID testing. So far, they have tested between August 30th and September 5th. They tested 2,641 players and just over 5,700 staff members. One player, seven staff members were positive. That's a good percentage. It's really good news. But, you know, I'm sure just like the MLB because they're traveling – um, we're going to see some spikes and some teams might have some problems and hopefully the league can figure it out quick. And, you know, they're going to, they're going to have to. 
I mean, um, if anything, the NFL has learned from the major from Major League Baseball, right? Like they've gotten kind of a, a probably a clear understanding of how yeah. Major League Baseball made mistakes or what they did to kind of to not keep things contained. So totally true. Like hopefully it's contained. And, and and I mean, you would hope that these leagues, even though they're competing against each other in a way, are kind of talking to each other about these things. Who knows if they are? Um, but this is a positive start, and it gives me hope for a full season. So you know. NFL players, good job so far, and keep uh, keep doing what you're doing. Absolutely. And I'm going to stay with football, but a different kind of football. This weekend, the Premier League is back, baby. Like, literally a month off. English nice. soccer is back. The best soccer in the world. Hands down, it's not even close. NBC Sports is going to be my life come this weekend. Guys, go watch some soccer. Like, football is great and all but your morning can just be soccer and then go watch football in the afternoon. I like that. I'm ready for it. Can Liverpool repeat? Can man, you get back on their feet? Can man city keep it going? They missed out on Messi. Who's going to get sent down. Who's going to be brought back up at the end of the season. Who knows, but soccer's back, baby. And maybe I'll watch soccer instead of football on Sunday. Who fucking knows? I don't know. I'm watching, I'm watching soccer on Saturday. So Jacob's got his first game. All right, y'all, that's it. The NFL preview is a lock. Obviously, every over-under we made is going to be money for you, so you've got to obviously go out and make those bets. I mean, I don't know how they're going to do that. they got to pick whoever they like the best to go off of that. I mean, obviously me. Obviously me. I mean, I'm drinking a lot, so, I mean, it's probably not – I'm probably not the best for this right now. <laughs> All right, y'all, we'll see y'all next time. Beers Up Sports Talk, we're out of here. Peace.